Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news and more bold, inspired solutions for America. Jamie Dupree comes right at you from the Hill in D.C. On the Sean Hannity Show. All right, he's the most connected man in Washington, D.C., and we're only seven days to the Iowa caucuses. We'll be in Iowa tomorrow and the rest of the week. Jamie Dupree, I guess I uh, have to buy you lunch while we're there at least, right? Or- yeah, you got to give it a shot. Hopefully I can get to the airport to get there at this point in time. I yes. know. No, it's been a mess. What a crazy weekend, right? Yeah, we're still, uh, we haven't seen the plow yet in our neighborhood. So uh, my other option is to drag my bags about a half mile to the main road and uh, hail a cab from there. We'll see what happens. Listen, you'll find a way. There's yes, exactly. Uber is uh, a great option that didn't exist a few years ago. So now you can always Uber it. You are correct, sir. Uh, where are you fly- When are you flying in? Uh, Tuesday evening to okay. Des Moines. Uh, I had a buddy of mine who was supposed to go out today, but those pl- flights were already canceled simply because of the backups from the weekend and everything like that. So all okay. the airports just sort of finally getting underway here. The federal government shut down here today. Can I just, well, sure. can I just say something? Yeah. Everybody else has to work. And, and seriously here. You know, we've had more than two feet of snow in New York. My staff is here. You're working. I'm working. Everybody's working. And D.C. gets to shut down. Well, I'm at home. Um, I'll say that there's no way that uh, the, the workers for the federal government could have gotten into it. They didn't even have the, the subway running at full tilt. And the bus system is not running. So there's a lot of people who don't drive. Jamie, we got more snow than you. Oh, no. Listen, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, what I'm saying is, for whatever reason, we're not able to deal with it well here. And this is about as well as they can look. My kids are going to be out of school all week, I'm sure. Yeah. In fact, I doubt that the plow will even get to my house before the end of this week. Oh, my. <laughs> it sounds like you're going to have to shovel your own road. Well, there's a, it's about 100 yards. Of my buddy next door and I were talking about it. It's about 100 yards from our driveways to the street. Right. Uh, except there's now a nine-foot wall of, of plowed snow down there. And so we were thinking about how far could we go, and then we realized that, no, that was a little much for the two of us. All right, let me go to what I think is very important. Obviously, we're a week away from the Iowa caucuses. We have new polls out that show that, you know, everything that we have been talking about for the last week, Trump seems to have pulled away a little bit from from Ted Cruz. Um, Now, there was a piece on Facebook by Steve Deese. He's a well-known talk show host, very talented. He's from Iowa. And he put this up on Facebook. From everything I've heard, he's a great guy. I think I've met him in the past. I just, he's a Cruz supporter, I believe, if he's, I remember He's supporting correctly. Ted Cruz. But he's talking about, he wrote a, a Facebook piece where he talks about that some of the models for the polls are predicting a 300,000 people turnout in Iowa, which would be unprecedented and about a... 250% increase. A, a 200% increase from, from 2008. Four years ago. Yeah, well, so you had about 120,000 uh, vote for the Republicans last time. And the Fox poll and the CNN poll, I'm not picking on them, I'm just talking about models. Those this are like the two de- he cited. This is like debating the weather, you know, which model is going to be right. Well, most people probably don't realize the pollsters, they gather their data, and then they try to guess what is going to occur, how many people will turn out, who will come to the polls, what type of people. And so their guess in these two polls is a turnout not of 120,000, but of 300,000 Republicans. Now, let's just say if that many people show up, then I would assume that that is going to be a crushing win for for Donald Trump. Yes. But I don't know. That is a lot of people. And and then the issue, another one that's in there as well, Sean, is how many of these will be first time uh, uh, voters in the caucus. That's another big issue as well. There are some people who believe it could be upwards of a third 
or even more than that, maybe 40% will be new people, which then, of course, introduces the issue of how many of them would be Trump people. So, yeah, I, I'm... I'm a little conflicted about it. I do sense, I just my gut tells me that Trump has picked up in the last two weeks. I think his attacks on uh, Ted Cruz, the birther argument, and then hitting him with the negative ad on immigration. You know, Trump has shown more political sort of wisdom than the entire Republican Party has shown in dealing with him. I mean, because basically hardly anybody has hit him until now. And it certainly has not been effective. Well, there are some ads out against them now. But here's the point. Look, I don't know who's going to win Iowa. I don't know who's going to win the primary. I think, you know, sticking to my original premise, which is to give voters access to the candidates as often as we can, I think has worked out really well for our audience. But here's the thing. Now, if let's say you don't support Trump and he wins the nomination, you probably would be cheering him as he's pounding Hillary the same way he's pounded other Republican candidates. The same with Ted Cruz. I mean, he's not been a wallflower in fighting back, and and it's gotten pretty intense. Let me throw out a couple of other statistics. The most voters in a primary in Iowa this century has only been 230,000. At the last Senate primary, there was only 150,000. That was Joni Ernst in 2014. There are 11,000 fewer registered Republicans in than Iowa were a year ago than there were a year ago. We have not seen a surge in registration for Republicans in Iowa, which you might think that would occur with the all, you know, this big fight, especially with Donald Trump. So then you're starting to think, OK, then if we're going to see a surge, then the surge is going to come from Democrats who will register at on the day of the caucus as a Republican or the independents who then can pick either side to caucus with. And, and the yeah, Democrats are yeah now now Bernie is literally three points ahead in the la- latest poll I saw, but in the final week of 2008, and this is where his column really made me sort of take notice. Uh, in the Iowa caucuses, there were eight public polls that were released that had Hillary Clinton winning. One even had yep. John Edwards winning. Yep, Barack Obama's organization won by almost eight points out yeah, it wasn't close yeah outperformed the real clear politics average by almost seven points in the you know so that to me by back in 2004 the best john Kerry polled in any of the final iowa caucus polls was 23 well he actually won on caucus night with 37 percent yeah four years ago i think the number i've seen is that 46 percent of voters in iowa changed their minds in the last week there was no final public poll in iowa in 2012 that had Rick Santorum higher than 18 no. percent. None. No. But you know what is interesting about that? Even though there were none, I remember going to a Santorum event it, uh, the day or two before the caucus. And it was one of those things that as a reporter on the ground, you looked around and you saw all the people that were there and you saw all the attention and you knew darn well that there was a groundswell for him. You know, that's one of those intangibles that maybe doesn't show up in the polls, but certainly as a reporter, you felt it four years ago. Uh, What do you think of this whole notion that Michael Bloomberg is now putting out there that he might jump in this race? Now, by the way, he's referred to conservatives as right wing crazy and anybody that doesn't believe in, in climate change is right wing crazy. He's uh, very liberal on abortion, very liberal on guns. Uh, I think this would hurt a Democrat far more than a Republican. 
I, I would uh, off the top of my head, I'd have to agree. I mean, obviously, the third party route is difficult. I don't care how much money and how experienced you are. It is not easy to get over all the hurdles to get on the ballot. It's not easy to get uh, your message out there. But just because of who he is, I would think that he would take more from the Dems than he would from the GOP. That just it, it just seems logical to me off the top, even though he would be a, an independent, quote unquote, I, I wouldn't see him taking. I mean, I guess you could argue there uh, that there might be some moderate Republicans who would look at him favorably if Trump were the nominee or Cruz were the nominee. OK, I could see a little of that. I still think it would trend more to take out of the Democrats than the Republicans. Now, just to remind people that live outside of New York, I watched his rise very closely. He was a lifelong Democrat. And then he saw that there were 15 people in the primary and he decided, you know what, I think I'm going to switch to a Republican just to get the nomination so he'd be on the ticket. And then, of course, he he switched to an independent midway through his second term. Uh, but on every major issue of our time, he is I don't see him drawing one Republican vote in a general election if it's a three way race. Again, maybe some moderates, but I, I just can't imagine that many. It just wouldn't seem like uh, I would think that. Uh, Yeah, I want him in. I want him to get it. I I would think if he's going to run, if it would say were Trump against Bloomberg and Hillary Clinton, uh, I I would think that it would it would trend better for Trump in that situation. Not not even close. I think it would be. uh, All right. Now, uh, so the polls are the polls. But we say that with caution based on the information we've just passed on to people. Yeah, I think the schedule is interesting this week because I think it also belies what the candidates are looking at. For example, Rubio and Cruz are in Iowa all week. Trump is actually in Iowa just some. Remember, on Thursday night, we've got a debate in Des Moines, so he'll be there for that. But in between, well, he's going to Well, not necessarily. Do- His uh, campaign manager said he might do a town hall instead. Well, yeah. Hey, he always has that right. You don't have to jump into the debates if you don't want to. He's going to be also in New Hampshire and South Carolina. So that shows me that Trump really feels very good about where he is right now. If he didn't, he would be adding more events in Iowa and not going out of state. For example, I saw that uh, Hillary Clinton was supposed to have a fundraiser, I think, in New York on Thursday. And now she has decided to stay in Iowa instead. Yeah, well, uh, I did notice that Rick Perry came out and endorsed yep. Ted Cruz. Charles Grassley praised Trump at an Iowa rally. Obama, He's evidently going to show up at others. And Joni Ernst was out on the stump with Rubio with today, Rubio. but did not endorse him specifically. Obama is urging Republicans not to nominate Trump. That should help Trump. Yeah, I would think so. And I guess it's all there for Trump. I mean, he certainly has played this very, very well over the last few weeks. And uh, it, again, Tactically, it just seems like that he and his people have exactly figured out what they want to do and have played Cruz and the rest of the field very, very well the last few weeks. Doesn't mean they're going to win, but it just seems like they were the ones who've been on the attack and on the offensive and not sitting back and letting Don't others define Don't you think this him. is the time, though, to lower expectations? Oh, you would think so. But that's not Donald Trump. I mean, come on. Donald Trump is not a guy who's going to walk around and say, oh, I hope I finish second. That, that's not Trump. He wants to win. No, I get it. Now, Hillary's got a lot of problems herself. Uh, we keep hearing that this whole inspector general for the intelligence community's report that we highlighted last week with these SAP classified emails on her server, dozens of them would represent a felony count, each and every individual one of them. 
They're also looking into connections to the Clinton Foundation and whether or not influence was purchased. And a third thing they're investigating is whether Hillary altered the top secret email, which was revealed about, what, two weeks ago. Yeah, and then remember, we're supposed to get at the end of this week the rest of all the emails from her time as Secretary of State. But late on Friday, as the snow was beginning to come down here in D.C., the State Department asked a federal judge to delay that by a full month. They want to hold on to those emails until the day before the March 1 big Super Tuesday primary and not have them come out right before Iowa. Uh, the, uh, the the reporter that's involved in this, Vice News, Jason Leopold is his name, they uh, put forward a legal motion today saying, no, 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 we want this stuff out right now. So let's see what the judge in that matter does. It may be that some of the emails get released at the end of this week, but not all. All right, so what other news do we have coming up here? Obviously, right after the Iowa, our focus will turn to New Hampshire. That's yep. eight days after. Uh, so we have Iowa a week from today. We have New Hampshire two weeks from tomorrow. And, and then, I think it's interesting to look at the guys who are, are trying to do better in New Hampshire, sort of the, 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 the John Casey, Chris Christie, and Jeb Bushes. They are spending most of their time in New Hampshire. They'll have a few days sprinkled in Iowa, but realistically, they're focused there. In fact, I think I saw the Kasich will be in New Hampshire doing events on the day of the Iowa caucus. Yeah, it's going to be very, very interesting. All right, Jamie, I hope you're able to dig out of there. Um, Thanks, Sean. We'll see you this week yeah, one way or the I, other. I will say this. It is a little embarrassing that you guys got left snow and you guys have been paralyzed and again that's just the way as long as i've lived here that's just the way this place is it just sort of shuts down you know whether it was one inch last week that caused a traffic nightmare or the two feet this weekend all right jamie dupree in washington uh we'll see him out in iowa where we will be broadcasting the rest of the week